Whether you're feeling happy, sad, mad, or glad, it never hurts to change it up. Tired of the rut you're stuck in but don't know what to do? Change it up! Life Transitions expert, speaker, and best-selling author, Paula Shaw, will be leading the charge each week, exploring topics that inspire men and women to welcome change and create a new kind of conversation. Join a movement that encourages truth, respect, innovation, and cooperation at home, in the workplace, and around the world. Ready to change it up? Here's your host, Paula Shaw. Welcome to Change It Up with Paula Shaw Radio. I am so delighted to have you here today. We are going to be talking about the horror of human trafficking. And our show is being brought to you today, as always, by Sherry Blair, the financial consultant who is empowering women to grow beautiful financial futures. She can be reached at 619-997-0416 or at SherryBlair.com, spelled C-H-E-R-I-B-L-A-I-R.com. <laughs> So welcome to Change It Up Radio. We are all about change. We're all about getting out of the rut that so many of us are stuck in and trying to do something different. Change it up. Make it different. Make it new. You know, we humans have a love-hate relationship with change. We need it or we'll be bored to death, but we hate the discomfort of it. And yet, all growth happens outside of our comfort zones. So our goal here at Change It Up Radio is to bring you information to help make change easier and more productive so that you can learn to embrace it. Because one of the things we know is change is one of the few constants that exists out there. So we might as well learn to love it and embrace it so, and, and have some fun doing it together. So today... At Change It Up Radio, we are talking about something very, very serious and something that, in my opinion, is absolutely horrific, and that is human trafficking. I want to give you some facts so that you can actually get a, a, a better understanding of what human trafficking is and, and the level on which it exists, because I think so many of us think People caught up in sex trafficking, either or like those girls we saw in that movie Taken with Liam Neeson, where they were kidnapped and drugged and then forced to do that kind of thing, or we think that they're doing it because they choose to, because it's a way to earn money that sometimes runaway girls or troubled kids seem to turn to. But there's a very, very dark story behind this. And I think it's really important that we all know the real facts because otherwise we can't effectively help our children. And I am talking about our children. The average age, ages of kids that get caught up in this, both boys and girls, are between 12 and 16. Those are children. The, you know, in my work, as a life transition expert and, and coach and therapist, I one of the things that's always really been heartbreaking for me is when I'll have a 15 or a 16-year-old who's having problems at home, um, maybe difficulties with their parents. Their lives are just grim from their perspective. They're usually having trouble at school. And when I'm working with a child like this, especially if they're having suicidal thoughts, what breaks my heart is that I know they haven't lived long enough to know that there is a dawn after a dark night, that things can change and great things can happen in a very, very short time. They haven't lived long enough to to realize that. So sometimes in the dark moments, they do desperate things that are really heartbreaking. The other thing about kids that age is they're very black and white thinkers. It's either this or it's that. There's not a lot of room in between. So parents, if you're having problems with a child that age, 
you know, I'm not saying don't worry. I'm saying get help. But just know that in a way, you can't do anything right when you've got a troubled child that age because you're either in or you're out with them. If you have a great relationship with your teenager, good for you. I was blessed with getting to have that kind of a relationship with my kids most of the time. Of course, there were times when I thought I knew nothing and I was the worst person on the planet and they wanted nothing to do with me. But on the whole, I was so blessed that we had great relationships. So the other thing about kids this age is they're extremely vulnerable. They think they know everything, but they really don't. And that's part of how they get sucked into this human trafficking that Bianca is going to teach us more about in just a little bit. But let me give you a few more facts. San Diego is on the FBI's list as one of the top 13 highest sex trafficking areas in the country. Sex trafficking is San Diego's second largest underground economy after drug trafficking. The underground sex economy represents an estimated $810 million a year in revenue. As I've already mentioned, 15 years old is the average age <clears throat> excuse me, of a child who is involved in this. At least 110 gangs are involved in the commercial exploitation of people. 85% of pimps and sex trafficking facilitators interviewed were gang involved. Those who are vulnerable to fall victims of sex trafficking, 55% of them are homeless and 28% in foster care. So yes, sometimes it's, it's these kids whose lives already feel like they're hopeless and grim and they get caught up in this. There are approximately 20 to 30 million slaves, and that's the word we're using for these people because they are not doing what they're doing willingly. 30 to 20 to 30 million in the world today. The average age a teenager enters the sex trade is as young as 11, 11 to 13, 14, 15, and 16. Many of the victims are runaway girls who were sexually abused as children. They span, this is one of the things I recently learned that really pretty much blew me away. They span every socioeconomic level. This is something Bianca will be telling us more about shortly. But even in the best schools, there are victims of human sex trafficking. And, and the story of how that happens is one that was absolutely shocking to me, um, incredibly upsetting and moving. And that's why I asked Bianca to be on our show today, because we need educating about this. Because our children, because we're at a, a certain socioeconomic level, does not mean we're immune. Every kid who's troubled or vulnerable is a potential victim of this human trafficking. Traffic, and here's something that's really important. Traffickers are increasingly using social networking apps and sites to target and recruit children. Oftentimes, what I learned recently through this wonderful woman who's going to be talking to us shortly is that a, a child starts a dialogue online on one of the social media sites with someone who seems like a friend, who seems like they understand what the, the child is going through. They develop a relationship. So this child really thinks, oh, somebody gets it. You know, this person is, is really my friend. And then sometimes it takes a kind of a romantic turn. And that's where the trouble really begins. Because then if this child is having problems with her parents, this facilitator, as they call them, can encourage her to run away. He can tell her that he's going to rescue her and take her away. 
And unfortunately, this problem is not exclusive just to girls. It's primarily girls, but boys are also being um, taken prisoner in this human trafficking. So what we're looking at here is a tragic situation. And I know a lot of you listening are going, how could any human being ever enslave another human being and force them to do something? And why don't, why don't the kids go to the police? Why don't they tell a teacher what's happening? Well, there's a really dire reason why they aren't. And that's something we're going to learn about very shortly from Bianca. But this is not something where these kids are at choice. They are being threatened. They are scared, most of them. And there's, there's very little out there that's available to help them turn this around. And then, of course, you know, in the world, there are also people who are being trafficked into jobs where they are basically slaves. So this is a huge problem. And PCI Global, which is the, the nonprofit that Bianca works for, they are headquartered here in San Diego, and they have a mission to end hunger, enhance health, and overcome hardship to the world's most vulnerable populations. They are doing this beautiful work, and after this break, I am so looking forward to introducing you to Bianca Morales Egan, who is one of the champions of PCI Global, and she's going to teach us a lot about what we can do to help prevent human trafficking. And we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Change It Up with Paula Shaw on AM 1170, The Answer. Now, more than ever, it's important for women to understand why they need a financial strategy. Women tend to make less money than men, live longer, and face more financial challenges during retirement. Hi, I'm Sherry Blair. With evolving roles and increasing responsibilities, women are seeking out ways to become more knowledgeable about their finances. My life's work has been to empower women to make good financial decisions today to help ensure you have a bright future tomorrow. I'm here to help you learn more and to become more. Give me a call for your free no-obligation consultation or a second opinion at 619-997-0416. 619-997-0416. That's 619-997-0416. Cherry Blair is registered with and securities are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. California license number for those looking to improve their lives, there's nobody better to turn to than Paula Shaw. Paula helps people regain successful lives by identifying and eliminating self-sabotaging behavior using a multitude of mind-body techniques to identify and resolve their core issues. Working with a wide variety of healing modalities, she provides her clients with the most effective process for their specific needs. To book a session with Paula, call 858-480-9234. That's 858-480-9234. Welcome back to Change It Up Radio with Paula Shaw. I am here in this segment with, as promised, the wonderful Bianca Morales Egan. Let me tell you just a little bit about her. She earned her bachelor's degree in international relations from the University of San Diego and a master's of Arts in International Development with an emphasis on women in development from American University in Washington, D.C. She has a diverse experience in international development and humanitarian field, including coordinating a program to build self-esteem in Liberian refugee girls, serving as a peace writer for USD's Kroc Institute of Peace and Justice, Women Peace in the Women Peacemaker Program. She's also working with international research departments who serve victims of police torture. Since 2009, she's worked at Project Concern International, PCI, serving as both the manager of field operations and more recently 
as PCI's Technical Advisor for Human Trafficking and Gender Equity. She is the director of PCI's Human Trafficking Prevention Initiatives in San Diego County, including the Girls Only and Boys Only Youth Prevention Programs and the CEASE, C-E-A-S-E, San Diego Network, um, an effort to reduce the demand for illegal commercial sex. She is a very busy woman. She's out there fighting the good fight, and I am very excited to introduce her to you today. Bianca, welcome. Thank you. So excited to be here. I am so delighted to have you here. So as I shared with um, our live stream listeners a little bit ago, last week I heard you speak at Mm -hmm. my Rotary meeting, and I was so moved by this problem and by the work that you do, I just felt that we needed to get you on this show and start educating people about what's going on. Mm -hmm. So tell us first a little bit about PCI Global. Sure, yeah, thank you. So uh, PCI, Project Concern International, uh, was founded here in San Diego in 1961. So Mm -hmm. we've been around for quite a while, have our roots here right in San Diego, uh, and we're founded by a physician, Dr. Jim Turpin, um, who volunteered his time in San Diego and across the border in Tijuana, mm-hmm. and out of that found a passion and love for service and started Project Concern. Um, and so we've been around and had some, you know, some deep roots here in San Diego, and our mission, as you mentioned, is to enhance health, end hunger, overcome hardship, and we've added a fourth, which is empower her, to really focus on gender equality and gender ah. empowerment and empowerment of women and girls. Great. Yes, so that's part of our, our main mission. Um, so we... Um, you know, and then the, the anti-trafficking work really has been focused um, so far domestically here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, we it was brought about, um, I say, a, as a water cooler conversation between a few passionate folks of uh, ours and uh, PCI uh-huh. looking at, you know, this is happening in our own backyard. Sure, we work in you know, 17 different countries around the world in Asia, Africa, Latin America, and like I said, right here in San Diego but really saw this as something that was happening here. And we had a few dedicated board members um, and staff and leadership uh, team members that thought, you know, we really should take a look at this issue in San mm-hmm. Diego. So yeah. how big a problem is it? I mean, I just gave some t- st- statistics, <laughs> <laughs> but but are we, and I saw we were 13th in the nation. Mm-hmm. Is that because we're a border city or what is the problem? Yeah, good What question. are we doing wrong in San Diego? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's not a great list to be on, um, but we were um, on the top, uh, the FBI's top 13 uh, cities mm-hmm. uh, and one of the top 13 cities for high intensity of prostitution of children, mm. um, uh, which is really sex trafficking of mm-hmm. children. Um, and so, you know, unfortunately, part, being a part of the border or along the border is part of it. But according to the study where you read some of the stats from earlier mm-hmm. that was done by uh, Point Loma Nazarene and USD, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Jamie Gates and Dr. Amy Carpenter, um, that study showed that the prevalence, they think, is around three to 8,000 victims per year here in San Diego. So an average of 5,000 victims of uh, sexual exploitation, commercial sexual exploitation in San Diego alone. Um, and 80% of those were domestic uh, victims, so Americans, uh, people born here in the right. United States. Um, and, and a lot of people have a misconception about human trafficking, thinking it's smuggling, or mm-hmm. you have to cross a border, but that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. It's really more about the, the relationship between the exploiter and the victim. Having that someone using somebody else for exploitation uh-huh. to make money, in essence. Mm-hmm. So um, unfortunately, like you're saying, San Diego is, is at one of the hot spots. We are along the border and trafficking does happen on both sides. So right. there's Americans that are brought across the border trafficked. And then there's folks from other countries that are brought into the United States and then trafficked when they get here. But mm-hmm. it's really about that exploitation. Um, and so uh, in, in we also know that the average age of entry is 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, another fact that came out of that study. Uh, so... Unfortunately, it is a problem here in San Diego, um, and, and we're a tourist spot. So whenever there's yes. a tourist destination, um, you know, there's going to be more demand, uh, oh, which, as we know, uh, human trafficking is a supply and a demand issue, the mm-hmm. de- supply being the victims, of mm-hmm. course, and those who are exploited, and then the demand being the buyers. So mm-hmm. I was mentioning in the first segment that we tend to think of these, these victims 
mm-hmm. as either someone who was kidnapped and maybe now is being drugged and, and doing this because they're drugged, mm-hmm. um, or someone who's making this choice, you mm-hmm. know, thinking this is a cool way to earn money. Sure. Tell us the reality. Who who are these people really? Yeah, really good question. So by law, um, anybody under the age of 18 that's involved in commercial sex is considered a human trafficking victim. So legally, we mm. have those definitions. Okay. Um, so anybody under 18, you know, that's that's in commercial sex or prostitution, again, is you don't have to prove the force, fraud, and coercion, which is the three terms we use for trafficking and to prove uh, that a trafficking situation is happening. Can you say those again? Force? Sure. Force, fraud, and coercion. And coercion, okay. So something by force, as you mentioned earlier, is, is you know, like taken or, you know, where they're actually kidnapped, mm-hmm. physically forced confined to an area and forced to do an act. And that does happen, it does. But the vast majority um, are are doing it because they're being defrauded of some sort. So maybe if they're foreign born, their papers are taken away, they're forced to do a job um, and and are, you know, or they have pictures taken of them that they then use the the trafficker as, um, you know, I'll take these to your family or expose these pictures to other people. So they're being defrauded in that sense. Mm But and and um, what's the word? Threat. I mean, they're being threatened. Threatened, right? <coughs> threatened through physical or psychological, you know, uh, ah. threat. Mm-hmm. Um, but coercion's that third, that third term that we use probably most often, mm-hmm. where um, the trafficker or exploiter will really spend that time to get to know their victim, mm-hmm. so they can use those things against them. That 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 personal private information or I vulnerability see. that that person has. Yeah and coerce them into doing it. Um, and one of the main methods we see, especially with children, uh, is that coercion and that that partnering or boyfriending or experience mm-hmm. um, where they actually will become a boyfriend-girlfriend situation or a partner, oh. a romantic partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the exploiter will use that relationship and that false promise of love and that, fo- you know, knowing all along what they were going to do with their victim. Mm-hmm. But they have much greater psychological control over that victim than yes. when they're using love, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, as their weapon, um, especially for those who are vulnerable or lonely or isolated. Mm-hmm. I have a 15-year-old daughter, so some of the things you said at the top of the show really resonate. Um, they're going through those transitions. They are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So having someone offer them friendship, love, knowing everything about them. Understanding. Um, is understanding. Right. Someone right. listens. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. is probably more powerful than force um, because they're, mm-hmm. then they, you know, have a situation of more Stockholm syndrome where they're in love with their trafficker, right. um, which is a much harder thing to break. And does the trafficker keep that relationship going then until maybe the girl says, Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. And then does it turn ugly? So, I mean, in some of these cases, mm-hmm. do these girls really believe they're doing something for this guy that loves them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, they do. Um, and so they will do it thinking, you know, the, under that false pretense of love. But even then, when they are in this life, they call it the life, mm-hmm. um, you know, the situation is pretty dire. I mean, having to perform commercial sex acts on multiple mm-hmm. people, um, mm-hmm. mostly men, statistically, um, you know, every day and, and just being exposed to violence and disease and um, those yeah. kind of things, you know, it's not it's not a healthy life, put it that way at the right. very least. And um, but then at that point, they're in a cycle of, you know, maybe depression or or shame. And we see shame as being, again, one yes, of those those key tools used by an exploiter saying, I'm going to tell everybody about this, or I know exactly mm-hmm. about everything about you and, you know, use that against them. Mm-hmm. So they do unfortunately become, you know, imprisoned in that, that shame and the, the shame but, and the fear mm-hmm. I and would the fear. imagine mm-hmm. are huge. Yeah. And, and that's a big tool because especially I would imagine a lot of these girls, even if they've run away from home, even if they had problems with their parents, mm-hmm. from my experiences in working with teenagers, they they still love them. They still want it to be right. They right. want it to get better. Mm-hmm. But now if that parent should find out that right. they've been prostituting themselves, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're, they're deathly afraid right. that somebody would find that out. And mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. then there's no way to fix it. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no way my mother's going to love me again if she knows I've done this. Exactly. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, the exploiter will 
will re-emphasize that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, and so it's it's sad. I, and, and I always you know think about my own kids and say even if that even if something does happen to you, always come to me no matter yes. what. You know that that's so love. huge. Mm-hmm. I think before we go to break, just let's reiterate that. Mm-hmm. Tell your children they can always come to you no matter what they've done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll talk some more with Bianca Morales-Egan about human trafficking when we come back. We'll be right back with more Change It Up with Paula Shaw on AM 1170, The Answer. Well, hon, I'm going in. Going in? Uh, upstairs to the office to figure out our insurance. No need. Uh, can't put it off. I'll see you in about six hours. Bill, there's no need. Huh? Well, I took care of it in about ten minutes. Whoa, hon, this is complicated stuff. Yep, so yesterday I called Clune. Clune? Clune Insurance. They're brokers who handle all types of insurance for a bunch of companies. I told them our needs, they're working up a plan, and they'll be dropping by to explain everything. Yeah, but, you know, the extra cost of using a broker? No extra cost, and we get personal service. Not some out-of-the-country call center when we have a question or claim. They handle all insurance? Look, here's the info. Health, Medicare, dental and vision, disability, accident, critical illness, cancer insurance, and long-term care. They handle it all. No extra charges. Clune. Clune Insurance. (laughs) The guys are right. I'm married up. Clune Insurance. 760-805-0646. Now, more than ever, it's important for women to understand why they need a financial strategy. Women tend to make less money than men, live longer, and face more financial challenges during retirement. Hi, I'm Sherry Blair. With evolving roles and increasing responsibilities, women are seeking out ways to become more knowledgeable about their finances. My life's work has been to empower women to make good financial decisions today to help ensure you have a bright future tomorrow. I'm here to help you learn more and to become more. Give me a call for your free no-obligation consultation or a second opinion at 619-997-0416. 619-997-0416. That's 619-997-0416. Cherry Blair is registered with and securities are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, is not an affiliated company. California license number 0B42369. Welcome back to Change It Up with Paula Shaw Radio. We are talking about human sex trafficking today. And in studio with me is Bianca Morales-Egan, who is working with PCI Global. And they are an organization that is really, really out there in the whole world trying to end human suffering in so many different areas. But her job particularly concerns working with the victims of human sex trafficking. So, Bianca, welcome back. Thank you. So happy you're here today because, as we said earlier, it's important to educate everybody about what this, the realities of this, right? These are Mm -hmm. not girls who thought prostitution might be a way to earn some extra money. Mm. These are not girls who are doing this really by choice. Mm. Um, As Bianca was just explaining to us, so often they've been sold a bill of goods by a, what do you call them, exploiter? Mm -hmm. An exploiter who actually developed a relationship with them online and then at some point met. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we've, we've heard stories of girls who, after a terrible fight with a parent, then runs away with Mm. this exploiter. Mm. And before they know it, he's asking them to do sexual um, uh, favors for him, not for him, but uh, commercially. Commercially, yes. Mm -hmm. And and then the cycle begins. Mm. Bianca, is there like an average length of time that a child stays involved in this life? Yeah, I don't know the uh, if there's an average length of time. I do know um, that you know the average lifespan of somebody who's in the life is about seven years. Really? Yeah. You mean they actually can get killed? Right. So, and the highest rates. Um, so, if someone starts when they're fifteen or sixteen, like the average age, mm-hmm. then they're 
um, statistically more likely to die by the time they're 22, 23 oh. um, because of the, it, the violence, mm -hmm. suicide, mm. Um, disease, um, other things that are just within, you know, that lifestyle, mm -hmm. if, you, if you call it that. Um, so unfortunately, the life expectancy isn't very long. It is a very dangerous oh. uh, thing to be in. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that's yeah. horrible. That's a whole piece of this tragedy I didn't even realize. Right, yeah. No, it's, it's yeah, <laughs> it's very sad. And do the exploiters, do they house and feed? the? And They'll how offer. many mm -hmm. people can they have? Mm -hmm. Well, according to that study, I think that on average, and during that study, they actually went into um, prisons to interview mm -hmm. former gang members, pimps, traffickers, um, and I think on average they would have two to three uh, people under them I working see. for them, and living uh, in separate dwellings. They um, the it depends, mm -hmm. but I think that sometimes yeah it would be within this what they call a stable. Mm -hmm. um, so they would have girls or or and it happens to boys uh, as well and transgender folks. So don't want to exclude that. But what they would have those that they're exploiting, you know, within that that household. They travel around quite a bit mm -hmm. for obvious reasons, not to be caught. You know, they go could mm -hmm. go from hotel room to hotel room, I from see. city to city. They could uh -huh. have be within a residential brothel as well. Mm -hmm. um, but I think more likely to be traveling around. And, uh, and in that study as well, they said that an average trafficker or facilitators, they call it in the study, would make about $760,000 a year oh on, the, on the backs of those two to three people they're exploiting. Really? Mm -hmm. So they must be asking them to do many multiple sex acts in the course of one day. They can be, yeah, definitely multiple a day. They would have to fill a quota. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. to make sure they're bringing in enough money and be punished, they don't bring in that quota. So. Oh. Um, definitely keeping them, you know, in that lifestyle and, and bringing in drugs and other dependencies to make sure that they're staying within that. So not just the psychological, but the physical. Oh, I see. As so well. they are sometimes giving them drugs. Mm -hmm. and, <clears throat> and what do you think is the biggest deterrent that keeps this child living in this tortured life from going to the police mm. or trying to get help? A lot of it uh, um, is just that that relationship they think they have mm -hmm. uh, with that um, you see. know that they are offering them protection mm -hmm. um, that they they are offering that some sort of a relationship. I see. <laughs> um, and in that shame of going to police or thinking, and traffickers are very good at saying no one's going to believe you. You know, oh, you stay with course. me because no one's going to believe you. Um, similar to you know sexual abuse mm -hmm. of children and. Um, feeding in those lies that no one's going to trust you, no one's going to believe you, right. you're not worthy, uh, you can't go back now because mm -hmm. what are you, you know, what are you going to go back exactly. to? Um, so that shame and you know, many victims do not self-identify, mm -hmm. um, which is why it's so important for us community members to, you know, know what the signs are and identifying somebody who may be trafficked. Uh. You know, whether that's school. Uh, or at, you know, within the community, coffee shops, mm -hmm. you know, things like that, um, that you see those signs and you're able to report because a lot of times they don't self-identify because of those reasons. Because they're, because of the shame and everything. Because of the shame and, and the brainwashing, really, yeah. you know, under their exploiter. Mm -hmm. I would imagine, too, you know, just thinking about kids I've ever worked with in my therapy practice, um, they already have low self-esteem mm -hmm. or maybe they've been abused mm -hmm. in, in growing up. Mm -hmm. And then after time of doing this, add the shame right. and the guilt and all of the other negative feelings onto it, Right. then right. they would be, I can see, far more vulnerable and easy to manipulate mm -hmm. if you know the right kinds of things to say and you're that kind of person. Yep, yep, unfortunately. I mean, oh. the, it is a huge moneymaker, yep. <laughs> unfortunately, um, which drives, I think, you know, the exploiters and traffickers. Um, but just, yeah, have, being under that, that pressure and that mm -hmm. that vulnerable state and you know there's a high you know suicide attempt rate and suicide rate amongst this population because of that yeah i would imagine yeah. especially they must reach a state of such despair right once they realize this person doesn't really love them that they are being used and then they just take in the full scope of what they've done mm -hmm. and what they've exposed themselves to. Mm -hmm. I would imagine the despair is huge. Mm -hmm. And very often when people are that overwhelmed and despairing, mm -hmm. suicide mm -hmm. does look like the only option. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what, what can we do? What are you mm -hmm. doing? What is PCI trying to do to change this problem? Well, we as a um, 
having our foundings in health and humanitarian assistance, um, primary prevention is something that we, we've done for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, and we actually did an assessment here in San Diego in 2013 and, and wanted to just learn about, about the landscape of who's doing what here in San Diego, because we do, we do know that there's great activists and people out there, researchers I've mentioned already. Mm -hmm. Um, Mauricio Garte is a huge pioneer here and, uh, generate hope and, a lot of great organizations that are doing good work with victims and and um, and we have a great district attorney, uh, Summer Stefan, who's been doing great work for a long time too and pioneering this in San Diego. Mm-hmm. So oh, we knew there's some great people and activists and champions out there. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to see where given our capacity and knowledge could PCI really fit in. And so primary prevention is what we, we thought there's, there's a need here mm-hmm. and uh, we've been doing that for a while. We think we could help out. So we've been focusing on really trying to prevent Victims from becoming victims in the first place. Prevent traffickers from becoming traffickers, if, if we could do that, and mm-hmm. prevent uh, buyers from becoming buyers. So we've worked on those uh, three angles um, for the past five years or so, and um, starting with that, um, preventing victims from becoming victims. And how are you doing that? Are you going into schools, or what are you doing? We are. So we've partnered with uh, Boys and Girls Clubs here in San Diego, mm-hmm. and as well as San Diego Unified School District, um, to pilot and implement um, um, programs um, that are focused on the higher risk kids Mm -hmm. and um, knowing that, you know, while it can happen in any county or any part of the county in any district, there are some zones that are higher prevalence as far as recruitment. I see. So looking at some of those zones for starters and, and, and just offering a group mentoring, um, you know, program for those that may have trouble at home, may be mm-hmm. in foster care, may not have a, a stable home life, but we know they're the most vulnerable. Yes. Uh, so just talking about staying safe on social media, what are healthy boundaries mm-hmm. with your body? And, and you know, uh, what are healthy relationships? And how can you be assertive without being aggressive? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just talking to, starting with girls, um, you know, how can we do it that's in an age-appropriate way, but talk yes. about this issue so they don't fall victim to this. Mm-hmm. And, and really talking about those red flags on, again, how to stay safe on social media. Um, don't give out private that's information. Know, mm-hmm. know when someone's trying to coerce you into doing something that you don't want to do mm-hmm. and have a safe, trusting adult that you can go to and identify them. Mm-hmm. Um, so since from the girls, we've also uh, started a boys program as a counterpart to that. And um, so working with boys on prevention as well. We know boys are victims, mm-hmm. but uh, unfortunately we know that boys uh, are also can be perpetrators or buyers. Right. And how do we set that foundation, again, at a young eight to 12 year old range of, wow. you know, what is, you know, what is equality and, and what does privilege mean? And, mm-hmm. you know, how can we be kind and empathetic to others, understand the situation that they're in, and dealing with our own emotions, um, mm-hmm. because we know emotional regulation is tough for those kids, especially that have had an unstable home life. And so try to give them that base and a role model in that group yes. and a mentor that they can go to. And we've seen great results in that um, as far oh, as... I think that's huge. Yeah, yeah, teachers and, and, and creating more of an accepting environment, school, school connectedness. Mm-hmm. That Getting the schools involved, I think, is probably huge, mm-hmm. because I know... I was very naive about how this all happens. So mm-hmm. I can imagine most children would certainly not have the kind of knowledge that we've been discussing today. Right. So let me ask you a question. Bianca, if, if some of our listeners want to help, mm-hmm. um, can they donate money to PCI Global? Sure, they can go to our website, um, pciglobal.org, uh, backslash trafficking, okay. human trafficking. And um, so um, we have the prevention programming that we do focus on and always, you know, um, love the support for that. Right. Um, and there's also great ways to just get involved if, if um, you know, we, I'm also on the advisory council for human trafficking for San Diego County. Ah, and you know what? That mm-hmm. get involved piece is exactly where I want to pick up when we come back from the break. Great. As I'm sure there are many people who would like to do that. We will be right back. We'll be right back with more Change It Up with Paula Shaw on AM 1170, The Answer. When you're the victim of an accident or someone's negligence, insurance companies are not going to give you fair compensation for your injuries, damage to your property, and lost income. They actually try to minimize your claim. 
Don't sign anything until you talk with John Sahar and the Sahar Law Firm in Carlsbad. For over 29 years, John has done battle and has won millions of dollars in damages, medical bills, loss of earnings, and pain and suffering for his clients. John Sahar will stand toe-to-toe with the big insurance companies to make sure you get every dime the law demands. And you don't pay until John collects money on your behalf. From San Diego to L.A., Santa Barbara to San Bernardino, for auto accidents, product liability, dog bites, any injury caused by another, if it brings pain and suffering, bring Sahar to the case. For a free case evaluation, call 760-683-2048. 760-683-2048. The Sahar Law Firm fighting for you 760-683-2048 welcome back to change it up with paula shaw radio we are talking about human trafficking today and in studio with me is bianca morales egan who is doing some incredible work to to try to save our children to try to educate them so that they will not fall victims to human sex trafficking So when we just uh, went to the break, she was about to tell us how people can get involved, how they can help. Of course, there's donating money. So you can go to PCI global forward slash human trafficking. Mm -hmm. Is that right? And if you would like to donate money to help these programs that she is working with. And what else can people do if they want to get involved? Yeah, and we're also um, part of a a prevention collective. So we're working with um, No More. It's a a theatrical reenactment that um, can show students kind of what that looks like to be recruited and how they can be an upstander to the issue. So fabulous! What is the name of that? No More. So it's a as in K N O W M O R E Ah. at a Point Loma Nazarene University. Uh, we also partner with a group called Protect uh, or Three Strands Global. Protect is an online curriculum for teachers Mm -hmm. to also. Uh, go into schools and be able to see what those red flags are and identify that. Um, oh, so working with that prevention good. collective is something that mm-hmm. we are, um, you know, hoping to reach all across San Diego County with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just getting involved in the, there's a lot of uh, meetings in the community that are held monthly that people can go to really? and just learn more about the issue. So um, with uh, the advisory council, uh, we meet every second Wednesday of the month um, down at the county administration building. Okay. Um, and uh, second Wednesday of the month. Correct. Said. Yep. Okay. And then also we have our community. So I co-chair a community subcommittee, which is a group of um, nonprofits, uh, faith-based organizations, um, community members that are mm-hmm. concerned and just want to learn more. Oh, so we have a, a different speaker topic every month, so people can really see where they want to get engaged mm-hmm. because it's it's a huge hairy problem mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes. and many different ways and, and um, maybe sometimes going straight to victim services or working with survivors isn't for everybody because mm-hmm. it's an intense you know there's a big rehabilitation process there oh, yeah. and PTSD and, and trauma you know mm-hmm. informed care is needed and things like that but Do lots of other therapists and counselors that volunteer their time to help um, you know, there has been for mm-hmm. some of the victim service organizations, I think that, um, you know, and they have case managers at those organizations. North County Lifeline's another one, um, Alabaster Jar. There's a few around Salvation Army um, that really um, offer that intensive case management yes. and offer then a network of different from how they need. There's a lot of needs as far as housing, oh, yes. psychological needs, medical needs, dental needs, child care needs, transportation. I mean, you can imagine. Wow. I remember one uh, survivor saying that, that I think she required 16 different services as part of her rehabilitation wow. you know, process. So mm-hmm. uh, it's a very intense process. Um, and again, they're great survivor uh, groups out there and, and victim service groups that are working so with them. I was going to ask you that. So yeah. if, let's say, a child who is engaged in being trafficked mm-hmm. decides they, they're going to take the risk, whether this person's going to expose them or shame them or whatever, they cannot do this any longer and mm-hmm. they don't want to commit suicide, who, who do they go to? Who's the first person they should go to? Typically, well, one, I'd like to just put out the hotline number out there for anybody oh, because do. some people do self-identify for, through that, mm-hmm. but that is uh, easy to remember, 888 888 888 Okay, that is easy to remember, 888-3737-888. And this is a hotline for victims 
if they want to try to get help or anybody and if oh. you see if you're a community member that sees something that looks fishy ah, um you okay, know you see a girl good. that um you know we've had even like uber drivers or airline you know oh, flight attendants yeah. who have recognized the signs some mm -hmm. you know someone that looks like they're being controlled by somebody else someone that may be maybe exhausted may have some bruising may um, you know, be tattooed in a certain way uh -huh. um, with a barcode or a um, diamond or a crown or, or something that just mm. doesn't look right. Um, or, um, yeah, just kind of you can see that something isn't okay with this relationship. Young people that are with maybe an older person, older boyfriend. Mm -hmm. um, um, but, you know, putting those pieces together, several of those red flags together and saying this doesn't look right. You can call the hotline number and they'll walk you through Okay, what are you seeing? Where's your location? Oh, um, and and they will, if they do think it's a, a suspected case, they will contact our local law enforcement task force. Oh, um, and so we are fortunate here in San Diego. We have a task force that's just ded dedicated to human trafficking of law enforcement officials. Oh, how wonderful! Yeah, yeah. So um, and they're fantastic. So I highly encourage anybody that sees something. Um, you know, one other big issue we have here in San Diego is massage businesses. Um, so there are illicit massage businesses oh, as there well. Are. Um, and uh, estimated 200 here in San Diego. Wow. And a lot of those victims come from Asian countries, are brought here with the false premise of a, a job or an opportunity, and then enslaved um, or oh. forced to work, mm -hmm. uh, both labor and sex trafficking. So if you see something funny, you know, regarded late related to that, um, you can call the hotline number, and again, they'll they'll open a case number and um, you can follow up on that case number if you see something else or you see that again. Mm -hmm. um, and and that again, number again is 888-3737-888. Yeah, exactly. So there is, there is some place, well, there are many services in place, I see, and, and organizations mm -hmm. trying to help the victims mm -hmm. of, of this. But what I love about what you're doing is you're trying to give kids the information before they become victims. That's correct, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and give them that help. I know, you know, I mean, we all know being a teenager is a tough time in life. Mm -hmm. It's tough on the parents, and it's tough on the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's so much going on hormonally. There's all the pressure, the peer pressure, and, all, you know, I want to be as cool as the coolest kid <laughs> and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And, <clears throat> excuse me, so... Um, Mm -hmm. It's a vulnerable, a really vulnerable time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that if, if I'm sitting in an assembly and I'm 15 years old and I've been maybe having some kind of a conversation with a guy online mm -hmm. thinking mm -hmm. we're starting to fall in love mm -hmm. and I'm craving love because maybe my parents are abusive really mm -hmm. or maybe I'm just having a terrible relationship with them so it's not real loving and warm because we argue all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, if, if I were at that assembly hearing you sharing information about how these things can evolve whoa, you know, my eyes are now open that I may be in the middle of something just like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so yeah. I am so delighted that people like you are out there trying to help these kids. Yeah. And like you said, any school is, is potentially a site for um, an exploiter to find somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not, there are no boundaries really as far mm -hmm. as neighborhoods, um, especially because they can be contacting that young person in their bedroom on their phone. Exactly. It's uh, which doesn't have any boundaries or mm -hmm. lines online. Mm -hmm. um, so we've, you know, heard recruitment happening, you know, from North County all the way to South Bay, East County, Central San Diego, even La Jolla. I, I tell mm -hmm. the story about, um, one of our task force commanders that said, you know, was speaking to one of the traffickers or pimps and said, you know, what do you do to recruit girls? And, and uh, he sat outside a Jamba Juice in, La Jolla, in the La Jolla area, um, uh. just waiting for that girl that was most disgruntled with her parents, let's say, and, and you know, listening for those conversations um, and then uh. befriended her. And so, I mean, it can happen anywhere. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, we do know that the most vulnerable are those who are the most vulnerable. So those who are runaway or homeless or foster care and, and um, may ha not have that protection, those protections at home. But, mm -hmm. but uh, like you're saying, any adolescent, you know, with, with their brain not being fully developed, I think they're the, to their 20s now, exactly. <laughs> um, can have that and, not, and make, not make those rational decisions or mm -hmm. um, take those risks that could have consequences. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, thank goodness that there are people like you, Bianca, <laughs> and and PCI Global, and so many other organizations. So, uh, again, let's give this hotline number. It's 888-3737-888. And, Bianca, if they want just more information about PCI Global or mm-hmm. about you and what you're doing, how can they reach you, or where would they get that information? Well, I think our website. Um, um, and the website is? That is PCI global all one word dot org um and i'm happy to again my name is bianca morales egan and i'm happy to um you know take any emails as well if people um which is a long email address but b morales hyphen egan at pci global.org and we Say do that again yeah sorry time. it's fast <laughs> b as in bianca morales m-o-r-a-l-e-s hyphen egan e-g-a-n at pciglobal.org. And uh, we give um, trainings or, or just um, awareness presentations to anybody in the community that, yeah, no charge, uh, you know, but that yes. wants it. So just wanting to spread the word about the issue. And we've done businesses, uh, we've done, um, you know, churches, service community clubs, groups, service right, clubs, yes. right, exactly. Just because we do want to spread the awareness have people know what the red flags are. And we're also galvanizing the um, business community. So we're starting a business alliance against trafficking oh, as well. So fabulous. we think businesses fabulous. have a lot to offer to this as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you. you for being with us today and for teaching us so much and all the thank beautiful you work me. you do. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners. We are here on KCBQ at 7 o'clock on Saturday and Sunday evenings. You can also hear Change It Up Radio on all the major podcast platforms, including iTunes, Libsyn, Omni, and SoundCloud. We're on 15 terrestrial radio stations across the country, iHeartRadio, Blog Talk. And if you can't remember any of those things, just ask Alexa. But please also look for us at changeitupradio.com. Um, You can find this show there and any notes about PCI Global and Bianca's work. Uh, We also have a Facebook page. Please find us on Change It Up Radio Facebook page and like us. And let us know what you want to hear about. We are open to hearing what topics you'd like us to discuss on this show. And also check us out on Instagram. Again, Change It Up Radio. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, and by the way, if you want any further information about me, you can get that at paulashaw.com. That's paulashaw.com. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Change It Up with Live Transitions expert, speaker, and best-selling author, Paula Shaw. Join the Change It Up movement with Paula Shaw every Saturday and Sunday at 7 p.m. as we explore topics that inspire, welcome change, and create a new kind of conversation. To learn more about Paula, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities, visit changeitupradio.com. Whether you're feeling happy, sad, mad, or glad, it never hurts to change it up. Change!